You're listening to the Keep Going Student Nurse podcast on keepgoingstudentnurse.com. Hello, my name is Gina D'Andrea, I'm your host. I am a student nurse and creator of Keep Going Student Nurse, an online motivational tool for student nurses and now a podcast. Yes, a very big welcome to you all. Come on in, grab yourself a drink, put the revision down. This is a time for you to relax, get inspired. This is the Keep Going Student Nurse podcast. This is a show that's designed to shine light on the good things that often get overlooked in nursing. Each week I'm going to be talking to someone in or around the world of nursing, gaining an insight into what they do and why, rounding off the show with my quote of the week. So I've toyed with the idea of a podcast for a while now as a way to build on my brand, to expand it into other avenues and to reach more people. And now just seems to be the right time because I'm starting to get invitations to speak at big conferences, at events, at universities and at hospitals, to members of staff and to students. And as a student myself, people are starting to see value in what I say and in what I do. And for that, I am so grateful. I'm very much just putting myself out there. This is very much another learning curve for me. Hopefully it sounds okay for episode one. I've got some absolutely fantastic guests that I've been speaking to for the show. This week, I spoke to my good friend Katie Sutherland, a final year adult student nurse at King's College in London. Katie has recently been nominated for several student nurse awards and she is the founder of Caring for a Dying Patient, a resource for student nurses, a website and an app that brings vital information on caring for a dying person to student nurses into one succinct location. I spoke to Katie on the phone about the upcoming launch of her amazing new project. Katie, thank you very much for coming on the show. Hello. <laughs> this is episode one. Thank you very much. This is awesome. I don't know how this is going to go. We'll wing it. See how it goes. How are you doing today? You all right? Yes, I'm all right. Thank you. Where are you talking to us from? Uh, the library at King's College London. Right. You're working on an assignment then, are you? I am. I've got two weeks until a big assignment hand in and four months until the end of the training, actually. So it's all a little bit intense. Because obviously we are quite close together, sorry London, London Brighton, but we arranged to just do this on the phone, makes more sense. Yeah. I thought I'd just ask you the question that I'm going to ask absolutely everyone. Why nursing? What made you want to be a nurse? I think I was destined for nursing and that sounds horrendously cliche, but I'm the daughter of a nurse and lots of personal things happened in my teen years um, that I had experience of exceptional good nursing care for family members. Uh, when I was 17, I made a decision not to do my nursing as I didn't feel like I was ready. So I went to university to do something else first. And then at 24, after a couple of years in the property industry, I decided, nope, definitely want to do it. So I think my mum is the biggest inspiration because she's just such a wonderful woman. But seeing exemplary nursing care and thinking, yeah, I could do that, uh, was definitely my motivation. Wow, that's really cool. It's it's nice to hear that you kind of shied away from it, but then went back to it at a later age. So why are you so passionate about end of life care in particular? Is that stemmed from the nursing care that you saw in your family in those early years? Yeah, absolutely. So um, as I think a lot of people who come into nursing um, have in their background is they have some experience of either receiving healthcare, good healthcare themselves or seeing it for a family member. But I saw absolutely wonderful community palliative and end of life care. Um, again, the reason I didn't come in at 17 was probably because it was a little bit too close to home at that time. But those lessons I learned from those nurses, what I learned about how much it supported my family those lessons stayed with me and I don't know where the light bulb moment came from but 
I thought, yeah, that's my motivation for nursing. And I've been so fortunate to have such wonderful opportunities to explore end of life care and palliative care practice in London. Fantastic. And obviously, so from that, you are the founder of Caring for a Dying Patient. I am. I've been very fortunate to have a look around to see it before it's been released. I think it's absolutely fantastic. That's a big privilege. <laughs> it is. It is it's absolutely wonderful. I've been shouting about it to everyone. That's so lovely to hear. What's the project about? How did you come up with it? Like, When did the idea come into your mind? When was that light bulb moment? Okay, so the project is it's basically a resource for student nurses where they have the opportunity to go to one location and find information about so many different aspects of end of life care, whether it's symptom management, how to constructively reflect on what's happened in practice. Um, so the project is currently live on Twitter with anticipated launch date of the website in May um, to coincide with Dying Matters Week. And then the app, which is the big, um, well, it was the it's huge this I've got an app that's been built for student nurses that they can have on their phones on their iPads in practice and so they have it with them all of the time because if you're commuting you may not have great internet so you want to have something that's there on your phone rather than having to duck in and out of a website Mm. um so yeah it's it was it all stemmed from one little seed of an idea uh, about a year ago I was in practice. I saw how upset, scared, fearful some of the student nurses were that I was on placement with about end of life care. And I myself have felt that as well. I felt completely unprepared, like I lacked knowledge. I didn't have any confidence, let alone any idea of how I could be useful to someone's care, how I could give good care because I was so worried about doing something wrong, which I think is a completely natural reaction. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah. So I saw that and I just thought, okay, I've got to do something about this. And so the project has developed from writing a document about, about end of life care for student nurses. And yeah, it's just kind of snowballed into what it's become today. So how long from that moment to now, how long has that taken to put it all together to make it a reality? It's taken about a year from idea and it's been quite a good amount of time to really think about the journey of the project and what's going to really make it useful to students. Having another document they can download from their academic sources is not going to be the way forward. You're not going to get that engagement and you're not going to feel like there's something readily available because we have certainly hundreds of thousands of things to download and read. Yeah, I mean, as a student myself, obviously, and and you've been a student as well, I mean, I can really see the value in this because it can almost be something like on my phone I've got the BNF app you know this is the way we're going forward every nurse and e-nurse we cannot shy away from technology today Um, I think it needs to be embraced and I think you've spotted a gap where something needed to be implemented and you've executed it exceptionally well I can't wait for everyone (laughs) to see this thank you so it's going to be launching during Dying Matters Awareness Week that's between the 14th and the 20th of May it is indeed well remembered well, it's uh, notes written on a piece of paper, I love you know. <laughs> <laughs> so how can people stay uh, up to date? So the Twitter handle is student nurse resource. So that's ST nurse resource. And that's that's where we're starting to build a bit of a profile, get people aware of the fact that the app and the website are going to be launched in the next few months. 
Um, I'm still putting resources on there for students. Like I said, it's not a guideline. I haven't rewritten any guidelines. I've brought mm. a huge, overwhelming amount of information into one location so people know where to go to look for things. And also, if you interact with it on Twitter, then you're able to tweet at me and say, I'd really like to have some information about this. You know, I've had people asking me about pain management already. So I've directed them to some really wonderful resources which will help your knowledge and your understanding as well as what you can do not uh not pharmaceutically basically because pain management isn't just what medication you can give someone absolutely yeah so understanding all of that is you know it's a huge it is overwhelming and i think the whole thing has been born from a my my feeling of being overwhelmed when I was started on my journey as a student nurse. Fantastic. I mean, leading on from that, I mean, a lot of students on my course, I've questioned it myself as well. Uh, we often kind of get that feeling of, is it acceptable to get upset, to show emotion on placement when we're caring for a dying person? You know, Absolutely. Um, it's often open to interpretation. I mean, what are your personal feelings on that? What's your stance? So very interesting that I actually posed this question to the Twitter followers um in the week and it's had a very very good response my personal opinion on about on about being upset uh in placement or you know when you're newly qualified or if you've been qualified for 25 years is that showing empathy and emotion is going to subconsciously or consciously reassure the family and that patient Mm. that you are engaged with their care. However, and I cannot stress this enough, there is such a balance between showing emotion and remaining professional. And for me, the element of professionalism is so imperative to the care that we give. And you have to personally find that balance between, okay, I know I'm very emotional. So mm. I know when to take myself away from a situation, just go have five minutes, have a cup of tea and just um, gather your thoughts really. So for me, I know that certain situations may trigger more emotion for me than others when it comes to end of life care, just through familiarity with the situation. And so I know when I need a little bit of space, but that's come from quite a lot of awareness of myself and how to manage my own emotions. So my thoughts are that you really need to think about how you would want a nurse to be when they were caring for, say, your loved one or someone you mm. know at that point in their life. And there's been a lot on Twitter about, you know, it is right to show emotion. It shows that you're not um, disengaged. But then other people have said, I would never show tears or be tearful in front of a family because... I believe that crosses the line of professionalism. So it's where you see that line and how you interpret that. But you just yeah. have to remember your professional values as a nurse. You're there as a nurse rather than as a friend. Just quickly, I, I wanted to, I don't know how uh, open you'll be to talking about this because obviously some people, they're not all for, you know, bigging themselves up. But I'm aware you've been nominated for two <laughs> Student Nursing Times Awards this yeah. year. What What categories are they in? Um, so I've been nominated for Student Innovation in Practice and Student Nurse of the Year Adult Branch. Wow. So what was that like to be put forward for those? 
exceptionally humbling. Um, the innovation in practice one, I had had a lengthy discussion with my cohort leader about the feasibility of even, is it even worth applying? And with her phenomenal encouragement throughout this whole journey, I've taken those steps to shout about what I've been doing. And then about three weeks before the close date for the award, she said, please apply for Student Nurse of the Year. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I did. And I am not afraid in saying I cried when I got two emails saying I'd been shortlisted because it's just amazing to know, especially the innovation one, I think. It's amazing to know that people are feeling like the innovation is worthwhile and pe mm. other people can see the value in it. So it is very, very humbling. And it's been a very humbling process. It's, you know, it's everyone's been so kind and so lovely about it. So is that for the innovation is in regards to the Caring for a Dying Patient app and website? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So see, so people are obviously already seeing the value in what you're doing, what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really, really good to just just to see as well from another student's perspective to see someone with your discipline, your mindset. I love how you approach everything. I know I tell you this all the time when we text <laughs> or when we speak. You approach everything with a business mind. I absolutely yeah. love it. I think we've come so far away, as we've said, from nursing being a simply task orientated role. And it's really nice to see someone just, you know, you said you were going to do something and, you know, taking an initiative means a lot more than just, you know, thinking about it. You've, you've gone out there and you've done it. And I can't wait for it to launch. Uh, it's going to be great. Are you looking forward to the uh, to the award ceremony? Have you got something nice to wear? <laughs> I haven't even thought that far ahead yet. That's about four weeks away, and I've got uh, my deadline in two weeks. So, I everything else everything else is taking a back seat at the moment. But after that, I, after April the tenth, I think I'll get a little bit more excited about it. Right. Are, are you feeling nervous though? Feeling a little bit apprehensive? Um, to be honest. It's so incredible to have been shortlisted and for the mm. for the app and for the work I've done as a student. I can't forget to, you know, just promote myself a little bit. I've been told I don't do that very well. Um, but it's so amazing to have it noticed and to have people aware of what I'm doing with the app, because the more people that are aware, the more people that will engage. So that's incredible enough and the award ceremony itself there's going to be so many phenomenal people there and you know other nurses that I've met and I've spoken to from in person or on Twitter that really just embody the future of the nursing profession like you say bringing in that appreciation of how technical and how technology is ruling this world now especially in healthcare and how we're moving towards such technological advances so i mean it's going to be a pretty special evening just for who i'm going to be surrounded by and it's it's pretty incredible to be a part of it really is so i'm not nervous i i don't need to win it would be phenomenal and i will mm. cry i can guarantee that um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's going to be it, it's an honor to be part of the process Everyone listening to the podcast, keep an eye on uh, Katie's Twitter, which is at Student Nurse Resource, ST Nurse Resource. Yeah. And if people want to follow you personally, it's uh, at ST Nurse Katie with a Y. It is Katie with a Y, very important. Amazing, don't get it wrong. <laughs> 
And if anyone wants to ask you any questions or anything. Absolutely, absolutely. Whether it's on the Caring for a Dying Patient account or whether it's my own account, I'm, you know, just send me a message, send me send me a tweet. Um, I'm, I have it on me all the time. So I'll try and answer as quick as I can. Lovely. Well, Katie, I wish you all the best of luck with this. Thank um, you. I'm sure I'll catch up with you uh, shortly anyway. Thank you so much for being on episode one. I really wanted it to be you. I thought it'd be great. I will get you back at some point if this takes off. I hope it does. Keep me posted on everything. Is there anything else you want to say? No, just thank you for having me. It's a, it's a privilege to be involved. You are more than welcome. Thank you very much. No problem. And there we have it. Thank you so much again, Katie, for coming on the show, for being our very first guest of the very first episode of the Keep Going Student Nurse podcast. I honestly don't have enough good things I could say about her. She's so articulate, so well-informed. She's an asset to student nurses everywhere, and I really do wish you the very best of luck with your project. Music for the show is performed and provided by the former London-based indie rock outfit, The Adventures of Spencer. Sadly, they're no longer going, but the frontman Zid is a very good friend of mine. I still very much love his song, so thank you, Zid, for allowing me to use them on the show. My quote of the week this week comes from the man himself, Mr. Conor McGregor. The more you seek the uncomfortable, the more you will become comfortable. Follow me at STN underscore Gino. Follow the show at Keep Going STN.